Charting Toward Intimacy covers mature topics. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Charting Toward Intimacy, where we're expanding the conversation around Catholic sexuality. We're your hosts, Ellen and Kathleen. All right, we are back with another Charting Toward Intimacy episode. Hello, everybody. I'm Ellen. Kathleen's here. All right. I'm really excited about this episode because we are talking about foreplay. Ah. Mm -hmm. Foreplay. What is foreplay? What is foreplay? Well, before we jump into this week's episode, I want to tell you about one of our partners, Tighten Your Tinkler. I know, really silly name, but you guys, this is a real and serious program. Tighten Your Tinkler is an at-home pelvic floor therapy program that I have personally used and I love. Jen, one of the creators of Tighten Your Tinkler, was actually on a podcast episode about a year ago. Please go check out that episode. I'm going to link it in the show notes. Here's my experience. After having two kids, I had some pelvic floor dysfunction, like most women. Um, I had some tightening and loosening in different spots. This led to urgency, it led to leaking, and pain with sex. These are all very common, but as I learned when I talked to Jen on the podcast, not normal effects of pregnancy and childbirth. I bought this program. And I got started. And 30 days later, I kid you not, 30 days, I had no leaking. Urgency was basically zero. Some symptoms I didn't even realize were from pelvic floor dysfunction cleared up. And best of all, the pain I had with intercourse disappeared. One month, you guys. The code CHARTING50 gets you $50 off the program, which gets you lifetime access to it. Please go check it out in the show notes and help yourself. So before we jump in to defining what foreplay is. Um, I want to, I want to apologize. Um, (laughs) so a listener reached out to me on Instagram and I'm going to keep her anonymous. Um, you know, just in case she has friends who listen to that would be embarrassing. Maybe, I don't know. Um, (laughs) so she reached out and was like, Hey, I'm kind of confused because I understand like we shouldn't be doing actions that like lead to arousal unless we're like leading to intercourse. But then also you've said on the podcast that like foreplay can last days and I don't understand that. And I, I'm so glad if you're, if, Mm -hmm. if you're the person who reached out to me, like, thank you so much for asking that question because, um, we haven't been clear in what we mean, like what we're talking about. Um, and so we've actually, with the help of my husband, Kurt, he asked for, um, for the, uh, the props for this. Um, (laughs) he helped us to define two very clear categories of foreplay to help you understand like what we're talking about with, um, you know, foreplay, like immediately leading to sex and then foreplay that like leads to sex, not immediately. Right. Um, eventually, eventually. Right. So first off, what is foreplay? Um, now I looked it up on Google, of course, the Google and, um, I got sexual activity that precedes intercourse, which we're going to expand that definition a little bit more. Um, because that like, it's more than just sexual activity. Um, And a lot of times it needs to be more than just sexual activity. There are also emotional activities that precede intercourse. So our definition is activities that lead to intercourse. Very simple. Like so simple. Um, Yes. Um, But here's the thing with those activities is intention is key. 
So Mm -hmm. we're talking about activities that you are intentionally doing to lead to sex. So some of the examples we're going to give, like, wouldn't necessarily be foreplay unless your intention was for it to be foreplay. And what, and when we get into the examples a little bit more, it'll make sense, but I just kind of wanted to like caveat yeah. that intention thing before yeah. we jump in. Definitely. I think, yeah. Cause some of these are going to be able to kind of go between either. Right. Um, yeah. So it, and that's where intention comes in. Right. And we'll also talk about arousal threshold as well, because again, some of these activities probably could go in either category, depending on where you and your spouse's arousal thresholds are. Yes, very true. Um, because again, we want to make clear that like it is important that you are not doing activities that lead to arousal without intercourse like following that. Correct. Um, yeah. This is this is a this is a moral issue here, <laughs> um, which maybe we'll get into that more in another episode. In another episode. Okay, so here's our two categories of foreplay. We have anticipatory foreplay and escalatory foreplay. So anticipatory foreplay, um, again, very simple definition, things that make you anticipate sex. Um, And as, as we were like putting these examples together, I was recognizing that these are more emotional in nature, Mm -hmm. but they can still be physical. Like they're just they kind of have more of an emotional um, intimacy aspect to them. Yes. All right, Kathleen, why don't you give us some of the examples? So some of these examples of anticipatory foreplay could be like sweet or sexy text messages, um, leaving sticky notes around the house, um, you know, doing a long kiss or like whispered promises of things, you know, whispered, to whispered nothing, whispered nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um, even doing chores, right. Like could be, um, if, if it's within your personality could be right. an anticipatory thing. It's some people that or, would not be in your personality. Well, and like, I think there's two things to like doing chores, right? It could be like, like doing chores together, maybe correct, possibly one. within your, if that's within your personality, I don't know. It probably right. wouldn't be for me. I don't, I don't see that as, yeah, no, but, but you might be listening going, Oh my gosh. Like if my husband and I clean the kitchen together, like I'd feel so relaxed and like, ah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Right. Um, or like doing chores for your spouse, right? So like right, taking yeah. some things off of your spouse's plate. Um, so it might not even be doing chores, right? Like maybe right. it's like uh, cooking dinner that night for your spouse, like like trying to take things off of their plate, like going and getting their car serviced, um, right. you know, like acts of acts of service. So it's um, one less thing on their mind when the evening rolls around yeah. and they're just like, oh my gosh, I can't. I'm so stressed because I have all of these things, this long to-do list. And you could be like, nope, check those things off, babe. Right. Go. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Um, well, and, I, and again, like intention here, right? Like, cause you can do these things without it being like anticipatory foreplay, but you also can do them with them being anticipatory foreplay. And so, you know, you can kind of like send a sweet text message of like, Hey, um, you know, I, 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 I love you. Um, I don't know what this text message would say. <laughs> I'm really bad at like <laughs> writing sweet text messages. Like, like, Hey, like 
I, I want to have a fun night tonight, winky face. Like what can I, what can I take off your plate? That'll make you like more excited for that. Right. So it's like, you're giving like an intention behind doing this and allowing it to be this anticipatory foreplay. Yes. Also, um, within the, the realm of, um, sweet text messages, never underestimate the power of a, Hey, thanks so much for all you do. Oh yeah. <laughs> right? That's a good listen one. Listen to Ellen's sigh there. <laughs> Just listen to that sigh. Okay. Just some everyday appreciation being verbalized. Like I know my husband tells me on a very regular basis, like how I do so much, you know, I'm the rock of the family, like all that kind of stuff. And I mean, I'm not saying like every day, but like, I mean, I would say maybe once a week he will tell me those things. And every time he does, it is just like, wow, thank you so much. Right. Like, and it does kind of make you be like, you are just like the best man for being able to like see that and like appreciate it in me. Yeah. And it makes you kind of be like, I- I'll jump your bones. Yeah, for sure. Right. Like, <laughs> No, totally. I got one totally. of those last week. And it's it takes like no effort. Oh, so right? easy. Gentlemen, if you, you are listening to this or husbands, <laughs> I mean, I know I know we have some like um non-married men listening and yeah. some priests like this obviously doesn't apply to you. Um <laughs> but it's good advice for you to give to any married man. Oh my gosh, please give this advice. <laughs> but yeah. I I mean, mm-hmm. we are serious here. Like I got one of those last week and I was just like, <gasps> "Oh, right? It is like swoon." <laughs> Oh my goodness. Swoon. Yes. Um, okay. But anyway, other couple more anticipatory, um, examples would be dancing. Yeah. Could be a lot of, that's a very romantic, um, you know, activity, which I think romance going out dancing, right? Like, and then Mm -hmm. that can be anticipatory of a, um, of like intercourse later, right? Like it yeah. can it can really yeah. like build that that unity and and emotional intimacy. Yeah. While also again, being physical, right? Like this is kind of what, right. what yes. I was trying to explain earlier with like these are kind of more emotional in nature, but can absolutely still be physical things. Like dancing yes. is a very yeah. physical thing. Right. But it builds this emotional intimacy mm-hmm. that then creates desire for the physical intimacy. Yeah. Um Another thing, again, within if it's within your um, personality is cooking together can right. be a lot of fun. We're not huge on it personally because <laughs> well, we you cook, also have five I cook a lot. You have five kids. kids like, <laughs> yeah, we there's a lot of cooking going on out of pure necessity that it's the last thing I want to do to build intimacy. Right. But, but like sometimes um, like baking together. My husband baking, and I like baking yeah. together because it's like it's not something that we like do all the time or like sometimes like during nap time, see, this is something that falls into my personality, but like not Kathleen's. So right, again, yeah, like the, yeah. these are just like examples of things that came from us. Right. So like you may not jive with any of the examples that we gave and that's okay. That's um, okay. and like, if there are other examples, like let me know on Instagram and like, or if you have questions of like, Hey, would this fall into like anticipatory? Um, please reach out. Like, I'd love, I'd love to chat more about this, but, um, but yeah, like my husband and I, like it it is emotional intimacy building to like work on a new recipe together and kind of like be like head chef, sous chef and like, 
you know, somebody's helping and doing, doing things, Hey, can you do this step for me? And I'll do this step. And like, that's something like fun that we do together. And I think with proper intention, like it absolutely could be anticipatory foreplay. Um, I'm not sure that we've ever done it with that intention. I think it's just something like we've done together because we just kind of like, like doing that and want to do that. Um, but I, again, like intention is key here. Um, and like verbalizing that intention, um, because I think the worst thing <laughs> with all of these anticipatory activities, the worst thing that could be done is assuming that these are anticipatory foreplay, right? So assuming right, yeah. that taking um, taking your husband or wife's car to go get serviced for them is going to lead to sex. Like that's don't please do not right. do that. Um, yeah. But yeah like the example that we gave with like sending a text message and saying, Hey, what can I take off your plate? Or like, would it be helpful if I did this to take that checklist off? Um, those kinds of, then you can, you can build that, you know, anticipatory foreplay ness. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's a really good point because a little bit of what, you know, we said how like intention is, is big with all of this, but I think even some of these things, um, could be interpreted differently based on a female and a male perspective. Um, So that communication is very clear, like, Mm -hmm. you know, something like a long kiss, right. Can be anticipatory for a female, but that could also be very escalatory for a male. Right. So possibly. possibly. And that's just very much a generalization. It could also be reversed. Right. But right. Right. Um, but the point being that communication on what the expectation is here is very, is going to be very important because each spouse could interpret it a little bit differently. Yes. Yeah. So clarity, clarity of intention. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about the second category and then, mm. and then we'll kind of parse them out a little bit more too, and sort of talk about, cause like, again, some of these activities can fall into either category depending on um, intention and depending on like your arousal threshold. So Mm -hmm. escalatory foreplay is things that lead to arousal and then sex, right? So things that are going to physically and mentally arouse you or and or physically and mentally. Mm -hmm. Um. So these things are more physical in nature, but they can still be emotional, right? So where anticipatory things were more emotional in nature, but could still be physical, escalatory is more physical in nature, but can still be emotional. Yes. Yep. Perfect. Um, Do you want to do the examples? Yeah. So some examples of these could be massages. Um, Who doesn't love a good massage? And like Um, maybe even particularly sensual massages right because we talked about before we started recording that like massage doesn't necessarily need to be escalatory foreplay like right there's Mm -hmm. a level of massage that is absolutely escalatory foreplay and that's gonna be different for every couple it's gonna be different like depending on where your arousal threshold is and things like that um but you know like i mean one one example might be like with or without clothes on, right? Like, and again, like it might fall into different categories for you, but that's, that's pretty obvious that like, all right, if you're giving a naked massage, like that's probably escalatory foreplay. Let's be honest. All right. Very true. If you're you're giving a massage, like with shirt still on, like 
that still could be escalatory foreplay, but it also might just be, hey, honey, my shoulders are totally tense. Can you give me a massage? And that right, doesn't, right, right. it doesn't like, you don't have to be like afraid of doing a massage, right? right? You don't need exactly, to be afraid of yeah. touching. Yeah. Um, in fact, not good practice if you are afraid. Yeah, of please don't be afraid Probably, of touching. Yeah. We zero out of ten do not recommend. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> all right. More examples: strip poker, another card game, or like any game, really. Right. Um, any 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 strip version of a game. Yes. Fun, you can do game. strip versions of all sorts of games. I don't know if you've heard of the game Cubits, but we've played strip Cubits before. <laughs> Wow. I actually have not. Oh, it's I a great game. game. It's a fun one. It's a, it's like a puzzle okay. game. <laughs> that is really fun. Okay. Um, making out very obvious, but very underrated. I right. Sometimes, yes. I know people are always like, uh, like, making out is for high school students. Like, no, it's no. literally like, yeah, let's like pretend we're in high school again. Right. Yeah. Right. Like the, the hormones that just are released just from kissing and like make a rule like you're just making out no touching right like just sure. making out i think when you sometimes you take sex off the table it like increases desire like tenfold right, right. it's like right. no we're like it's not happening right now or it can't happen for like another hour right, right? like we're doing start- this like in it, right. in, in it's still escalatory so you know we're not saying yes, like so. do it and then don't have sex like not that, right. that's not what she's saying right that's she's not, saying not, like that point <laughs> like we're going to do this you know kind of sex is off the table for the time being right like Correct. we're yes. this like set a ti- is literally set a timer if yeah you need set to, a timer right? like where it's you can idea. look at it and be like oh my gosh we still have half an hour we have to like wait how are we gonna do that right um makes it a lot more fun yeah okay. yeah Love um that. talking about like what sexual activities you would want to participate yeah. in together and so kathleen and i went back and forth on this one of where it fell um and we decided to put it in escalatory because it like it may not be escalatory for one spouse but it will likely be escalatory for the other spouse and generally speaking this may not be escalatory for women like most of our listeners are women like you might be listening going um yeah, that's not that's not going to lead me to arousal. Like, but um, Kathleen was like reminded me that I'm not a man. Ha ha! <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> oh my um, yeah. But that, but that this particular conversation is yeah. very escalatory for someone who has um, has like a low threshold for arousal um, yes. and. Yeah, isn't isn't necessarily like a reactive um right. arousal. Yeah. Um taking a shower or a bath together. Mm-hmm. Always very fun. And again, intention is intention. key here because we mm-hmm. also discussed this one before we started recording. And I was like, I don't know. Um yeah. if you're again, if your intention is to lead to sex, this is absolutely an escalatory foreplay thing. Yes. If your intention is to lead to sex, this is not something you could do in the morning and then have sex later in the evening. Right, right, right. Yeah. If you're just taking a shower together to save time, and probably some people listening are like, how could couples ever do that? But let me tell you, (laughs) there are couples that can do it. 
and couples that can't. <laughs> and there are couples that can't. So you need to, you know, self-assess yes. your relationship, right? But like there are couples absolutely who can like just save time by showering together. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would probably, I would say like a bath probably never <laughs> would fall out of the category. Like I feel like taking a bath together, like that is escalatory. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. Um, but, uh, but yeah, just, I was just throwing out that like taking a shower together can be just a time saving measure. <laughs> if you're one of those couples, if you're one of those couples, if you're one of those couples, surprise, surprise. Yeah. We're one of those couples. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Um, okay. Moving on. Um, having fun with food. Think yes. like whipped cream. On bodies. Box, yeah. Right. Like cherries. I don't know. Strawberries. Whatever, whatever. you want to do. <laughs> whatever you want to do. Um, and then the, obviously. What's that? I've heard of the donut thing. The don't oh I have not heard of the oh <laughs> I don't I mean, know I'm sort of imagining what the donut thing I might mean be. the donut has a hole <laughs> wow okay that's that's what I was thinking yeah I guess when you said a donut There's I, only I've one never tried it I don't know <laughs> that is so funny you'd have to be the- very careful with that one though because you know arousal versus you know actual yeah, climax intention. climax needs to happen it should really only be one thing with it sounds like maybe the donut yeah <laughs> the donut i just thing. i mean just be careful with that one like i it, i could it could work it would absolutely be listed so long as it was simply for you know foreplay and not foreplay. not actual climax but i've heard of it before i don't know i've never tried it that is really funny. Nor, nor I. Wow. We're all learning something new today, friends. All of us. This is not going to be the clip that I share on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe it should be. We might get a lot of listens. Oh, dear. Um, okay. And then lastly, these are pretty obvious. Um, manual stimulation and nipple play. Yeah. Pretty. Those are pretty. Those are pretty escalatory. There's. I don't yeah, think there's I don't any think those gray could be area anticipatory in any way. No. Yeah. No. Not at all. Um. But but what could be anticipatory is like different areas of touch. Mm-hmm. Right. So like you know I'm thinking like a butt smack. If that's your thing. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> I get I get lots of those around here. My kids are like, Daddy, why do you do that? <laughs> I love that. As I'm doing the dishes in the kitchen. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like like something like that absolutely like could be anticipatory foreplay. Um, we're talking about like ma- like manual stimulation, like stimulating the yes. genitals. Yes. And again, mm-hmm. the caveat that like the, this is very important that in intercourse, the man needs to climax inside of the woman. This is very important. That is the design of the act. The sperm belongs in the vagina. He cannot climax outside of the woman. Um, And so, you know, manual manual stimulation is absolutely fine so long as it is part of foreplay. And then, of course, again, because I'm going to be like, people are going to be like, wah, um, manually stimulating the woman to climax is fine as long as it is within the act within the one act of intercourse 
Um, so right. that can be before the man climaxes. It can be during actual um, penis in vagina intercourse. Um, it can be after, right? Um, whatever situation you've got going on. Um, but it needs yes. to be within that one act. Um, you know, it can't be like a couple hours later. Like right. you're like, Hey, that wasn't fair. I didn't climax. Like get me to it. Like mm, that's a new act. Right. right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Very important clarification. Um, but yeah, so I, I think we just kind of want to clarify just, just a tad bit more, um, on like, these examples are simply examples. Yeah. And they're the examples that Kathleen and I thought of and a little bit of Google. (laughs) Um, There are going to be things that you think of or that you currently do that were not mentioned in here. This is not an exhaustive list by any means. Um, But, you know, intention is important. Um, And, and, your threshold of arousal um, of you and your spouse, right? So like if you yourself have a very low arousal threshold, you need to be honest with yourself about what kinds of things fall into the escalatory category and the anticipatory category. Um, Because some of the things that we mentioned in the anticipatory category might just totally send you off the rails, Yeah. Um, And that's wonderful. That's wonderful that you have, you know, some kind of activity that you or your spouse can do that can like get you to that spot. That's great. But make sure that it is um, it's used in proper context. Right. And it's used within the immediate um, timeline of intercourse happening. Right. Um, And that you're not kind of trying to get you or your spouse aroused outside of that immediate timeline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's really, really important. What else? What other thoughts do you have? Um, you know, I laugh sometimes because um, I feel like he forgets sometimes, not all the time, <laughs> but before, uh, while we were engaged, I remember Michael said, like in a conversation we were having with some people, um, a a wise man once told me that foreplay begins 24 hours before intercourse. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. those are wise words. That, that's, a, that's a wise man who said and that. And we hearken back to them every once in a while. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, and I've heard, I've heard the phrase um, foreplay begins immediately after intercourse ends like foreplay for the Mm -hmm. next time right right and what we're talking about is this anticipatory foreplay right these these acts of service this emotional intimacy that you can build and um and like and husbands if you're listening or like maybe your wife said hey you really need to listen to this episode um (laughs) take a hint take a hint (laughs) take a hint guys um like it might need to be really obvious. Right? It might need to be a text message that clearly says, hey, I think you're super hot. You do so much for our family. I love you so much. Like, can we have sex tonight? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it might need to be that obvious. And that, for a lot of women, is going to be really wonderful anticipatory foreplay because now it's going to be on our mind all day and we can start thinking about it. And we can start like 
reminding ourselves of the things that we like and, or thinking about like what we want to do. Right. Right. Um, I love this like sticky notes around the house idea. Like it's like a a little Easter egg hunt. (laughs) I don't know. I like Easter egg hunts. That's really funny. But I mean like, and they could just be like super, like there could be like a drawing of a heart. Yeah. Or Mm -hmm. just, I love you. Um, or like, like drawing a winky face. Yeah. I like your butt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh. Yeah. I mean, I think that is a really, that's a really cool idea. Yeah. Um, So anyway, husbands, if you're listening, your wife probably sent you to listen to this episode for that idea. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) That takes that particular activity takes planning. Yeah. And in advance and preparation, which I will say we got like two likely ADD minds over here. Like we are awful at planning and preparing. <laughs> so it's one that may not happen uh, for us, but it is a great idea if you are, if you're a planner. Yeah. Yeah. And a prepper. All right. So I hope, I hope that that clarifies what we're talking about when we're like, Hey, yeah. Foreplay can last a couple of days. Like we're talking about this anticipatory foreplay. Yes. Um, and then the escalatory foreplay. I, last thing before we close out, like this escalatory foreplay can be as short as a couple of minutes mm-hmm. or as long as even more than an hour. Right. Yeah. Like it doesn't, you know, you don't have to like, don't, don't categorize yourself too much on like hard, hard lines, but the escalatory foreplay really should be this, you know, really intentionally leading directly to sex. Yes. Versus the anticipatory is much more like sex is going to happen at some point in the future. And I'm preparing myself for that, but we don't have an exact time. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And escalatory is like, okay, we are doing things that are leading to sex like right now right now you know within (laughs) within the next hour or two right like this is happening right and then also like again please don't like put yourself too much in just like a box and like a defining line like anticipatory can can very seamlessly lead to escalatory right you might be cooking together and that turns into playing, having fun with food and then having sex on the couch instead of in the bedroom upstairs. Right. Like, you know, yes. there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. Um, right. But we just wanted to like create these categories to kind of explain what we're talking about when we're saying, oh, yeah, like. Sex or I mean, um, foreplay. Yeah. <laughs> sex yeah, yeah, is not yeah. going to last a couple of days. Foreplay <laughs> can last Hopefully. a day or two or a week right? Right. Yeah, exactly. Thanks so much for listening. If you are not already following us on Instagram, be sure to check us out at charting toward intimacy. And if you listen to podcasts on a platform that gives you the option to rate or review, we'd love for you to do that because it helps us spread the word about the podcast. If you ever have questions, comments, or episode topic ideas, please reach out to us. We love to hear from you. You can reach out on Instagram or send us an email. Our email is in the show notes until next time. 